Saturday night, and we are live. Welcome, Christian Television Network. Welcome, everybody on all the platforms. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Just want to get right to it tonight, 55 Minutes of Fury. I hope everybody is doing good. I really do. Thank you for joining us tonight. If you're wondering where your COVID money went to, play it for me, Will. I, I want to ask about how, how this money has been spent because clearly there is a tremendous amount of waste, fraud, and abuse, and, and a lot of our, our hard-earned taxpayers' dollars spent on things that don't even make sense that they've been spent on. Um, so, Mr. Dodaro, if you don't mind answering a few of my questions, um, can you tell me, as our comptroller of the United States, how much uh, COVID cash was given to abortion? I do not know that answer. I don't have that answer. Oh, okay. So I do. I can tell you, Planned Parenthood clinics received eighty billion in COVID relief loans, um, which is hard to understand how that happened. Um, Mr. Dodaro, can you tell me how much money COVID cash went towards diversity, equity, and inclusion, or racism issues? Again, I we have not looked at that issue, so I don't know. Oh, geez. Well, I can tell you the Pennsylvania Human Humanities Council did receive $1.4 in relief and used it for equity and geographic diversity. Uh, I'm not sure how that helped in, in a pandemic time. Um, Mr. Dodaro, can you tell me uh, how, much, how much COVID cash went to CRT? CRT? Critical race theory in education. It's, it's a racist right. uh, uh, curriculum used to teach children uh, that somehow their white skin is not equal to black skin and other things in education. Yeah. Uh, no, I do not know that. But I, I do know that there's f provisions that the uh, federal funds generally are not used, they're supposed to be used for curriculum. Oh, that's a state. Oh, Mr. Dodaro, I have to tell you, in Illinois, they, they received $5.1 billion um, at, at an elementary school there that, that used it for equity and diversity. Um, so it's, it's being used for these things. Uh, Mr. Dodaro, can you tell me how much money was given to Drag Queen Story Hour? The, the, I'm sorry, could you repeat that? Who? Drag Queen Story Time, where, where men dress up uh, as uh, women uh, and, and read confusing yeah. books to children. Yeah. First, I thought you said dry clean. So, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, I don't know the answer to either one of those two. Uh, oh, we need to look into that. All right, so let's go through the numbers. COVID cash, obviously money that came through the various COVID relief bills that were done. $80 billion went to abortion clinics. What does that have to do with pandemics? Absolutely nothing. Diversity, equity, and CRT, I added all three of them together. $5.1 billion went to those, and she didn't get to it because the video ended. But obviously some COVID cash also went to drag, drag queen story times because once again, it has absolutely nothing to do with a virus. Absolutely, it has to do with the leftist, globalist, bourgeois, elitist agenda, which is to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point. Yes, the very moment that you closed your church, the very moment that you strapped a mask on, you ushered forward the agenda of the Antichrist spirit. Please understand that. If you made a mistake, come out and say, I was wrong. All right, the Vigilant Fox tweet. UK government shows COVID-19 boosted kids are up to 137 times more likely to what from COVID-19? 
to die from COVID-19 than unvaccinated kids. So as I've been praying, as I've been saying, and what we've been saying over the last 34 months of 15 days to flatten the curve is the truth will come out. You cannot hide it. Now, this has nothing to do with myocarditis. This has nothing to do with pulmonary embolisms and strokes. It has nothing to do with antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. This actually has to do with kids dying of COVID-19 itself. They are 137 times more likely to die of COVID-19 if they are boosted than if they are not vaccinated. And please, this is why we need to all understand why Justin Trudeau, why Joe Biden, why, why the UK, why Canada, why the United States, all stopped, and, and Australia, all mass vaccination programs with a, a giant percentage of compliance. They're actually lowest in the United States, credit to us, but, but a giant compliance statistic, a, a giant compliance percentage. Why it is that they stopped releasing hospitalization and death data amongst the vaccinated? It's all, they, they will not release it anymore. They're not releasing it to the public, but it doesn't mean that it's not publicly accessible. Through FOIA requests here in the United States and through public records requests, whatever they call them in foreign countries. So now we're starting to see the data come out. This is indisputable truth. These figures reveal that children who have had three COVID-19 shots are up to 137 times more likely to die with or from COVID-19 than children who have had no COVID-19 vaccinations. This is the truth. This is indisputable. This is irrefutable. This is actually what is going on right now. This is what's happening. Let's go to the next one, Chief Nerd video. So in the midst of this, so we're seeing this data come out. Now, of course, all of these people live, people like Rochelle Walensky, I'm going to show you uh, interaction with her and Dan Crenshaw in just a moment, but these people live in blissful, purposeful ignorance. They're not looking into these things, and if they, so either they're living in ignorance or stupidity, or they're just, li- or they're actually just purely evil. If it's ignorance, you don't know any better. If you're stupid, you do know better, you do know, and you do it anyway, or you're not, you're not stupid. You know that it's killing people. And remember, these are kids that are dying of COVID-19, not those that are dying of myocarditis and SADS, sudden adult death syndrome, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm applying that to kids in their upper teens. Not, not those things, not mysterious deaths, undetectable myocarditis, things like that. A- antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome is really what, what we're talking about here. These kids are unable, once you're boosted, because your immune system is destroyed. There's a certain percentage of it that's destroyed with the first vax, more with the second vax, more with the third vax, and all these kids that are fully boosted have taken four COVID-19 vaccinations. Think about that. And all of these kids that are taking it have a 99.997 post-infection survival rate. Think about that. Why are they getting vaccinated to begin with? Because it it makes no sense in any sort of medical ideology to vaccinate these kids. So there has to be something else. Remember, if it's illogical, it's absolutely illogical to vaccinate a child against a virus that they have a post-infection, they have infected, fully infected with the, with the virus, a post-infection survival rate of 99.997%. And that's from the Axe Force Leonidas Stanford study. So what's the point of vaccinating a kid for that? And now that these kids are being vaccinated, they had no chance of dying of COVID before. Now they have a 137 times greater chance of dying of COVID than a 0% chance. 
And that's what these people have done. And what is, what is Rochelle Walensky's? What, what's her current advice for kids when it comes to vaccinations? Play it for me, Will. So, I mean, how do you view the cost benefit of scheduling brand new bivalent booster shots for this age group? You know, considering the children are at very low risk from COVID-19, 75% of children have already caught the virus and the, and the vaccine is known to do pretty little to, to prevent transmission in this age group. I'm really grateful that you asked that question so I can correct the record here so that everybody understands. First of all, we've had 2,000 pediatric deaths from COVID-19. It's the number one respiratory and infectious killer um, that was just published last week in JAMA. So um, less less, uh, deadly than to an 80-year-old, but still deadly for a pediatric infection. The important thing I think that's really uh, that we need to recognize is the reason that ACIP recommended and CDC put forward getting the COVID-19 vaccine on the pediatric schedule is not, it was only because it would—it was the only way it could be covered in our Vaccines for Children's program. It was the only way that our under, uninsured children would be able to have access to the vaccines. That was the reason to put it on the schedule. It can't be eligible for a Vaccines for Children's program for to be available to the under, uninsured unless it is on that schedule. That was the reason to put it there. Thank you for allowing me to correct okay. that. So many things to cover with this video. So first of all, she says is there's 2,000 pediatric deaths of COVID. That is a bold-faced lie. They have yet to prove one child dying exclusively from COVID. Yes, there allegedly have been kids. That, that, remember, they have not proved one kid worldwide that's died of COVID. Not one. When they were completely healthy, caught COVID, and died of COVID. She is a bold-faced demonic liar. So in the midst of it being proven by, by the UK studies that being boosted with the COVID-19 vaccination causes a child to die of COVID at a rate 137 times greater than those who are unvaccinated. Rochelle Walensky is making sure that vaccinations become mandatory. What does that mean? She'll say that they aren't mandatory. She said this is a CDC recommendation. But if all school boards put COVID-19s on their mandatory vac, which of course they all will because they're all liberal with notable exceptions. But statistically speaking, I mean, let's think about it. California, Washington, D.C., Illinois, Washington, Oregon, any other liberal state that you could possibly name. Anything the CDC says, because the CDC is a leftist organization, they are going to make mandatory. So this, any recommendation, just always follow the language, a recommendation from the CDC is mandatory in every blue state. So that's, that's the purpose behind it. So she can call it a recommendation all she wants. And she says the only reason why they put it on there was not because kids are dying of COVID-19. And even if 2,000 kids died of COVID, doesn't even compare to how many kids died of the swine flu, of which none of them were vaccinated, of which they canceled the vaccination program. So it doesn't even compare in a country of 350 million people. It's not belittling death. It's just statistical truth. And 2,000 kids did not die of COVID-19. There were kids that died with COVID-19 who had grievous multiple comorbidities. Those are the only kids that have ever died of COVID-19, which was really not dying of COVID-19. It was dying, they were dying with COVID-19. Tom, this is so confusing. It's meant to be confusing so that when idiots like Rochelle Walensky come out and, and give their reasons for whatever stupidity they're doing, then nobody looks into it because it's so confusing of the difference between dying of COVID-19 and dying with COVID-19. And, I, and, I, and, I, and again, all of our, all of our, our 
reporting standards were changed with, with this with this one illness very strange how that worked out how our death certificates were exactly the same from 2003 to to march to exactly march to exactly march of 2020 our death certificates were exactly the same after 17 years they were suddenly changed in march of 2020 changing line one to line two so that anybody with covid 19 who died even if it was with they got their head cut off in a motorcycle accident struck by lightning these are all two stories stage four lung cancer and they died if they if they did a nasal swab and the person showed up with covid 19 showed pot in a 97 percent inaccurate pcr test if they showed up with COVID-19, then they would be stipulated as a COVID death. So this 2,000 deaths is absolutely bogus. And the only reason why she wants COVID-19 vaccinations, remember, for children who have a 99.997% post-infection survival rate, but yet it's mandatory that they get vaccinated basically in all blue states now. Red states like, you know, like Florida here, he won't allow it. But of course, you know, other, you know, like Tennessee, these middle of the roads, Virginia, Kentucky, all these middle of the road states where somehow they have a large Democratic uh, influence or Democratic Party governors, Illinois, Michigan, all those, it'll all be mandatory for kids who have no chance. There's kids are seven to 20 times more likely to die of the flu. And none of these, none of these, nobody, none of these kids were, were forced to take flu vaccinations. None, no flu vaccination was mandated from the CDC or even recommended by the CDC. She only did it, she said, so that the Vax for Children program would be implemented so that kids who couldn't afford these vaccinations could get these vaccinations. So she's forcing every kid to be vaccinated so poor kids can get vaccinated. That's what she says. What does this actually do? I said, again, many tributaries to this river of evil, which again, is the, uh, this whole thing simply is to leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by a tyrant or tyrannical government. That's all that this is about. Get you to the vaccine passports, which sets up the infrastructure for C- C- CBDC, which sets up the info- infrastructure for social credit systems. That's the point of it all. From day one, when you dutifully strapped your mask on, when, when your ideological, political, philosophical, and theological opponents to told you as a Christian, and again, I know I'm preaching to the choir, but there's a few people, especially when on Christian television network, that don't usually watch this, and you've stumbled upon this, and you're already being offended, because you know that you caved, and you know that you shouldn't have. But when all of you strapped on your masks, closed your churches, stood six feet apart like a, like a grouping of, of, of moronic sheep, and you, you made your churches sit in COVID, in COVID clumps, made your flute players cut a slit in their mask and still play their flute through their mask at your churches, lock down your churches. When, when you took those marching orders, those were the first, you, were, you were taking them from your ideological, political, theological, and philosophical opponents. Most Christians consider themselves to be conservative. The people who are telling you to take vaccines, close your churches, put masks on because they're coming back again. Just so you know, it'll be, it'll be COVID again. Then it'll be climate. Then it'll be COVID. Then it'll be climate. Then it'll be Sears. Then it'll be COVID. Then it'll be Sears. Then it'll be climate. Whatever it is, they're coming back again because it's got nothing to do with your health. It has to do with subjugating you, subjecting you, and controlling you. But all the Christians that took their marching orders, they took their marching orders, let's just make it simplistic, from their political opponents. 
The people that are putting these things out, like the Rochelle Walensky's of the time and the Francis Collins of, of the time, who went around to evangelical churches and told them to get vaccinated. This vaccination is causing people to drop dead all over the globe. He's going and telling Christians that it's compassionate and the moral thing to do to get vaccinated. And boy, we're going to get deep into that tonight. But you need to remember something. Who's telling you to do things? Shouldn't you, shouldn't you weigh that out in your mind? Who is it that's giving me my marching orders? Anthony Fauci, devoted leftist, Hillary Clinton supporter, supporter, baby butchering monster, Rochelle Walensky, devout Democrat, globalist, leftist hack, baby butchering monster, Joe Biden, same, Kamala Harris, same, CDC, same, NIH, the same, FDA, the same, World Health Organization, the same, WEF, the same, they're all the same, globalist, leftist, bourgeois, elitist. Baby butchering, 41 million babies butchered per year in the womb. These are the people telling you to put masks on. And the Christians do it. These are the people telling you to vaccinate. And the Christians do it. These are the people telling you to lock down your churches. And the Christians do it. How, why would you ever do it? Why would you follow orders from the devil? When, when you are called to be the end times restraining in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, you can't comply and restrain at the same time. You have to stand. Stand therefore and do not let yourself be burned again with the yoke of slavery. Now let's move on. Where am I at, Will? All right, here we go. Got the Village and Fox video. COVID-19 vax side effects. Myocarditis is just the tip of the iceberg. Play it for me. They yeah. keep focusing on myocarditis. Not that that, you know, every single bit of heart muscle is, is critical. And that's certainly a huge thing. But what about all of the other things? The huge increase in all-cause mortality, the increase in disability, the decrease in birth rates that aren't, by the way, happening. Those same things are not happening in areas of the world that haven't been highly vaccinated. Places like Sub-Saharan Africa in India, they aren't seeing a change in their birth rates. They aren't seeing an, an increase in all risk or all-cause mortality, and they aren't seeing an increase in disabilities. It's only in the highly vaccinated yep. areas. Here we go. So here's the thing on that video, all-cause mortality through the roof. Remember the statistics that I've told you for a couple of months in a row, coming from Edward Dowd, coming from the insurance companies, 40% increase in all-cause mortality and excess mortality 40 percent increase 40 percent above our normal deaths 40 percent increase and that's worldwide according to insurance companies with people making life insurance claims 40 percent increase for those 25 to 64 years of age 32 percent increase in all other age categories absolute fact irrefutable fact also vast decrease so you have a vast increase in death because they belong to their father, the devil, and they want to carry out their father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, John 8, 44. So you have a vast increase in death, and then you have a vast decrease in birth from the very people that want to lower the earth's population, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, on the Bill Gates TED Talk. In, at the World Economic Forum, it's all they talk about is decreasing the, world, the world's population. So isn't that exactly what's happening? And then all the Christians line up for the program. You're like, Tom, this has been over for a long time. How's it been over when nobody's repented? How's it over when not one major Christian leader has come out and said they were wrong about vaccinations, wrong about masking, wrong about locking down, wrong about quarantining, wrong, wrong about social distancing and alcohol gel stations. None of them have come out and said that they're wrong. They're just not talking about it and moving on. That's not biblical. 
Biblical is to confess. Biblical is to repent. None of them have done that. So how have we moved on exactly? How are you not vulnerable if you don't know what your yes is and what your no is? How are you not vulnerable if you don't know what right is and what wrong is? You have a 40% increase in all-cause mortality and excess death worldwide that includes the United States. 40, no, there's no way, Tom, that they can conceal it. In a, in a world of 8 billion people, you can, you can conceal that for a while, but not for forever. So simultaneously, deaths are going through the roof while births are going through the floor. And the only places that's not occurring, it's occurring in the United States, occurring in Canada, occurring in the UK, occurring in Australia, I'm naming the five highest countries, occurring in New Zealand. Where is it not occurring? South Africa. They have a 6% vaccination rate. And you can take all the African countries. In India, they have a very low. Why does it? Why is it that India doesn't take the vaccines? Very strange. Very, very strange, isn't it? Because four hundred ninety-six thousand of their kids are paralyzed through the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and he's barred from the country by their Supreme Court, who want to bring him up on civil charges. That's why none of their 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 excess mortality is, is there is no excess mortality. There is, no, there is no decline in their birth rates at all in any country that you name where you have a very low vaccination rate, there's no excess mortality, and there's no decline in their birth rate. Very strange, isn't it? Dr. James E. Olson tweet, graduate student found dead. This has never happened before 2022 and 2023 and 2021. What, what changed in 2021? What didn't we have in 2020? 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13. What did we not have? We had no vaccinations. What changed suddenly? Because I, I, it's weird because I've been on social media, regrettably, for a while now. And I've never seen this happen before. I've never seen college kids just being found dead in their dorms endlessly. Uh, an Air Force football player in the prime of his life dying of heart disease drops dead on his way to class. Strange, isn't it? And now you have a student found dead at, at North Carolina State University, marks the 7th. Their seventh student death at North Carolina State this academic year. Seven kids was found dead in their dorm room. Police said they did, did not suspect suicide or foul play. Very strange, isn't it? Very strange. And we just, we just went over it. Every country that's heavily vaxxed, the United States is 70% vaxxed, which is far lower than New Zealand and Australia, which are 90-something percent. Same with the UK, which I believe is 80-something percent. But it's just very strange that countries that are highly vaxxed keep finding their kids dead. You're like, well, you know, still, that's somewhat of a low number. Seven kids just dead? Not giving kids murder. There's no, there's no serial killer going around Raleigh, North Carolina. These kids are just dying in their dorm rooms. Very strange, isn't it? And just to bring this back one more time, when they tested a myriad of athletes in the Big Ten, half of them, Half of them. It's not a right-wing test. There is no right-wing test for myocarditis. When they tested athletes in the Big Ten, half of them, half of them had undetected myocarditis, a scarring of the lining of the heart, which causes a problem with atrial fibrillation. That's why they just dropped. Damar Hamlin, what happened? How many of you have seen that in your life? Football player just pass out on the field. Never in your life. We've never seen these things before. Am I at Vigilant Fox, Will? All right, the Vigilant Fox video, the one chart that tells the entire story, the one chart that tells the entire story shows 26% worse mortality amongst the vaccinated. Play for me, Will. The senator asked, asked us to show just the one chart that tells the entire story. 
This is that chart. Um, the UK government, until this summer, was reporting a data series that showed the relative mortality rates for the vaccinated and unvaccinated by the number of doses of the vaccine. We've done what we think is really professional work with this, and we think it simplifies down to a conclusion that says that through the last available data set, the people in the UK who took the vaccine have a 26% higher mortality rate. The people who are under the age of 50 who took the vaccine now have a 49% higher mortality rate. And worst of all, um, the people who only took one dose of the vaccine have approximately 145% dose uh, worse mortality rate. That last data point is on its face confusing, especially because it seems like there's more and more, you know, it just doesn't make a ton of sense unless you realize that what's going on with this really is that the people who took the dose, the first dose, in the United States, that's about 12% of people, but then stopped taking any other doses. Those people, through their choice to stop, disproportionately the ones who were harmed. And so what we're concluding is that if you happen to be an unlucky person who was in some fashion even moderately injured, minor, with a minor injury, you decided not to continue, the statistics, the best statistics we have, show that you're going to have, at least through today, maybe it'll get better, you know, and obviously we're all here because we're hoping to find treatments and cures and screening and interventions, you know, but if that doesn't happen, we have to assume that this is now the baseline, there's going to be 145% higher mortality. And if you were to take these numbers and just apply them to the United States, that ends up being something like 600,000 excess deaths per year in the United States from this higher vaccine-induced mortality. And, you know, that's, that's obviously a really concerning thing, and we're, I'm, I'm happy you called the meeting, and I, I'm, I know we all hoping to get to answers. Thank you. And, and again, I thought that statistic on That's good. All right, so the numbers. And if you're wondering why it is, and my producer Aaron will produce the chart here in just a second, but why it is that we're talking about UK or it is, why is it that we're getting UK data instead of, instead of data from the United States? Because we're not allowed to see it. We're not allowed to see it. And I mean, a lot of you might be thinking, Tom, you know what? You talk a lot about this vaccination stuff. There's a lot of other things going on. I know. And what's funny is, though, whenever I do talk about those other things, people stop watching. But, but here's the thing. What's more important than human beings? Outside of God Almighty himself, outside of the Trinity, what's more important than human life? absolutely nothing did you hear the stats here and if you're wondering why we're using uk stats is because rochelle walensky has barred access to all vaccinated uh, hospitalization and death rates we, why would we not why are anthony fauci's emails redacted why 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 is anything out of the the uh cdc unavailable the centers for disease control this is these are not cia ops it's not soul calm going on here. These are people that are supposed to be lowering uh, flu rates and colds and, and various illnesses. Why can't we see their data? Why do we have to go to the UK and look at, look at this data right here? From left to right, vax mortality is 26% worse. Fully vaxxed is 21% worse. Partially vaxxed, 39 to 145% worse. And if you take these statistics and apply them to the United States, we are looking at a 600,000 excess death rate per year in perpetuity. Why is it that most, why are they having a 138%, which by the way, this all perfectly, leave this up for me. This all perfectly lines up with what Edward Dowd, follow him on Twitter, former BlackRock statistical genius, 
is now taking that acumen and pushing it towards vaccine data as well as other things follow them on twitter but why, why is why is this happening why is it that the single vaxxed have a 38 to 145 percent higher chance of death all cause death not just covid death all cause death why because most people who are single vaxxed stopped after the first vax because of the of the detrimental side effects of the first one the adverse side effects of the first one caused them not to take the second one so the stats are showing they're more likely to die at a 38 percent minimum clip 145 percent maximum clip this is huge i mean you want 600,000 excess deaths in america i believe our average death count per year don't hold me to this please look it up I haven't looked into this. I think I looked into it at month three of 34 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. I believe we have between 1.9 and 2.1 or 2.3 million Americans die per year. So you're looking at an increase of going up from basically uh, 2 million to 2.6 million people dying per year, all because of these vaccinations. You're like, is this for sure? I don't think anything is for sure yet. I think it could be worse. It could get worse, and hopefully it gets better. I don't want anybody to die. Nobody. I don't even want the most evil person on the planet to die because they still have a chance, if they're still breathing, to repent and turn their lives over to Jesus. But this is, this is staggering, staggering data. Let's go to the next one, Will. I'm just throwing these in there so everybody can see these. All right, uh, Igor Chudov tweet. Germany had its highest ever excess mortality in the history. Now, wait a minute. What? Highest ever excess mortality? Now, let let me look around the room here now. Did Germany ever have a significant event happen in their country? Let let me think now. Okay, we had World War I. Basically, that happened in Austria-Hungary, Germany. Uh, And then I believe we had World War II. um, That happened a lot at the end with lots of Germans dying. I I can't remember what the stats are with that. Millions, obviously. So the worst excess mortality. Germany has its highest excess mortality. Ever, ever, 40%, 40% more people. That's for very simplistic statistics. If you have 100,000 Germans dying a year, now there's 140,000 Germans, 40,000 extra people. And believe me, it's way more than that. That's just some simplistic math. It's definitely not the vaccines, he says, sarcastically. Says, health, well, no, the, this is what their health, their health minister, Karl Lutenbach, he says that it, that it is, that it is, Definitely not the vaccines. How does he know that? These are the very same people that said safe and effective. These are the very same people that said that it stops transmission. They're the same people that said it stops infection. Every single country that's highly vaccinated has more COVID deaths post-vaccination rollout than pre-vaccination rollout. Every country. I've said this a a, a million times, so I apologize for the redundancy, but just for the new people that are watching, Explain to me if vaccines do any good whatsoever, how Australia has had more COVID-19 deaths, not not myocarditis, I'm not counting that, I'm not counting, counting pulmonary embolisms or ADE, I'm saying just, or, you know, or any pericarditis or any other, I'm not, talking, not even talking about SADS or VADS. How is it that Australia, 96% vaccination rate, nine out of, 10 out of 10 people in their hospitals right now are fully vaccinated? Statistically speaking, everybody, 
Everybody, as their as their version of the CDC continues to pimp and whore the vaccines daily, get vaccinated, get your fifth bivalent vaccination. They keep telling their people that as their hospitals are full with the vaccinated. The only people in the hospital, I've been saying this for two years, the only people in the hospital and the only people dying of COVID-19 are those with antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome because the vaccination turns your immune system from a warrior into an usher. You have no immune system. It's called VADES. It's called antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. VADES for kids, ADE for adults. That's what's happening. But yet they continue to tell their people day in and day out, get vaccinated. Well, how? Why? But it's, it's definitely, and they've had more COVID-19 deaths in 2022 than 2020 and 2021 combined. And that's just, that was just, and, and by the way, that was about nine months into 2022 when that stat came out. I'm sure those, those stats are no longer available from the Australian version of the CDC. So 40%, it's going everywhere. Edward Dowd is correct. The insurance companies, that man that was speaking in that video at the Ron Johnson Johnson senatorial hearing, he's an insurance agent. He's actually not an agent. He's a spokesperson for the insurance companies. The one who was just telling you 26% to 145% increase in excess mortality amongst the vaccinated in the UK, that's an insurance adjuster. That's the person who speaks for the insurance companies. That's irrefutable. These are people making life insurance claims at a clip 40% above average. Irrefutable, indisputable statistical data. All right, let's go to the next one, Will. James Santolo tweet. Lily Kimball, 31, former Georgia Bulldogs tennis player, dies suddenly of cardiac arrest. Yeah, she, I'm sure she has a long history of cardiovascular problems. <clears throat> Absolutely none. Let's go to the next one, Will. James uh, James Santolo video, urgent, and this is very urgent, pay very close attention to this video. Inhaled COVID-19 vaccinations. When you see these people take this cup up to their face, they're not drinking a vaccination. They are inhaling a vaccination. And remember, China is who Joe Biden wants us to be, who Justin Trudeau wants us to be, the leadership of Australia wants us to be. The, 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 uh, Gavin Newsom, who's probably going to be the Democratic Party nominee for president, wants us to be. They all love China. China never Notice how China never suffers any consequences for anything, which I could spend the next three hours on, but I've got to show you these videos instead. These are people inhaling COVID-19 vaccinations. Play it for me, Will.
And just for all the CCCs out there, the COVID caving Christians, the COVID caving conservatives, the COVID caving clergy, don't act like, don't act like that you'll never do that. You dutifully put on masks. You dutifully shut down your churches. You, you realize that you, that you actually have the Bill of Rights in the First Amendment? You dutifully strap masks on, close down your churches, social distance, quarantined yourself, dutifully took an experimental Mengele gene-altering vaccination. Don't act like you won't do this if, you, if you've never come out and said you were wrong. You might be pretending you were always on the right side of things. But if you've never come out and said you were wrong, please don't act like you're not vulnerable to this. And I just wanted to put this out here. You know, and I'm sick and tired of looking like this. I was talking to my wife. Look at all these people as they sit there and wait to inhale a vaccination from, from a government that has killed 600 million of them. The CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, has killed 600 million of the people in this picture. And they sit there very dutifully waiting to inhale a vaccine. Who, who knows what's in that thing? It could be cyanide in there. They still would, even if, and I'm telling you right now, it's like I say all the time in church. If Jesus interviewed to be the pastor of 99.9% of churches in America with the churches and their boards, knowing that it's Jesus, he would never get the job. Even if people knew it was cyanide in there, they would still take it just so they could be deemed compliant and reasonable. You know what? We all need to stop living our lives like this. Those, these things are tracking. They are where the, the first level of the mark of the beast, the QR codes, where you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel in the European Union, Canada, Australia, Israel, New York City. Yes, they pulled back, but all their emergency orders are still in place. These, these are the, we all need to stop being dutiful. What's it called, Tommy? NPCs? And yeah, we need to stop being dutiful NPCs, just, just wandering around the world, staring at our phones. Nobody goes anywhere without them. You know, everybody can take 10 seconds and stop staring at a device. A device, again, that is made by our ideological, political, theological, and philosophical opponents. They hate us. This phone right here is an Apple phone. Right, Aaron? Is that what it is? I have Apple. Yeah, is that an iPhone? Yeah, it's an Apple, right? They hate me. Why do I own it? I can't smash it because I've already smashed three or four of them. I can't afford to smash another one. There, yeah, I'll have Aaron will help me to set it back up again. Again, I already smashed that, and I don't know how many iPads down. I don't know. So we do, we all need the reason why I'm playing that video. It's coming. The, all these people love China. They they believe every single leftist in America, whether it's Pelosi, Schumer, Schiff. Eric Swalwell, Biden, Harris, Gavin Newsom, whoever it is, they all believe that they are Xi Jinping, that they will never be affected by their own dictates and mandates. This is what they want. If they could have gotten away with it, wouldn't we still be locked down if they could get away with it? Wouldn't, they, wouldn't we all have no jobs and be arrested if we refused the vaccination if they could have gotten away with it? That's what Joe Biden did with all federal jobs. We need to stop being compliant. I know that I'm preaching to the choir. Many of you that are watching right now have never been compliant, but there are a few people that are. We need to evangelize them. All right, let's go to the next one, Will. James Santolo uh, tweet. Strange, you have DeMar Hamlin goes down, and now Buffalo Bills owner suffers brain injury after cardiac arrest. In other words, she smashed her head after passing out. What weird, isn't it? That, she looks like somebody with a lot of dire health problems, right? I wonder why it is that that's happened. 
And some of you might be wondering, why does it seem worse in some of the areas than the others? Because they never de- tested dose quantity, uh, quantity or quality. It's never been tested. Nobody knows how many X spike proteins were in each thing, each vial. They don't know. They even publicly say, we have no idea. It was actually up to the military to test it. They didn't do it. The military kicked it back to Pfizer. They didn't do it. Nobody knows how much of this mRNA clot juices in each vial. They don't know. Nobody has, so some people got a very harsh dose. Some people got a very mild dose. And it would appear that the Buffalo Bills did not do well. Let's go to the next one. Chief, Chief Nerd video. New FDA commissioner Robert Califf says this is about EUA and perpetuity. Play it for me, Will. And Dr. Califf? Our effects are also a little modest because our EUAs are independent of the public health emergency, so we can keep them going as long as we need to. We've been preparing the industry since day one to be ready for the transition. We'll put a federal register notice out about exactly how to make the transition as these products go to routine use and not, no longer used uh, on an emergency basis. So at the FDA commissioner, the Federal Drug and Health Administration, and everybody, I, I just, sometimes I get a little flustered because I actually need six hours a show. The FDA has never approved a vaccination, ever, except for Comirnaty, which has never been shot in one American arm, including service members, which violates their contract. I won't digress too far into that. But now the FDA commissioner, Dr. Robert Califf, just says, we don't need there to be a public emergency to have an emergency use authorization. How does that make sense? They don't need an, they don't need a public health emergency for an emergency use authorization for vaccines. I thought that's what enabled an emergency. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be logical? You guys correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm missing something. Wouldn't you need an emergency to have an emergency use authorization? He says we don't need it. We don't, we don't need it, quote, we do, not, we, we do not need an independent public emergency to keep, that's off the quote now, the emergency use authorization in perpetuity. How are they pulling that off? By having Rochelle Walensky add it to the CDC requirements, which is dictates and mandates for all blue states, for kids to continue to receive the vaccination. It is part of federal law that as long as you are vaccinating juveniles, your EUA stays, even though the EUA has expired. It gets extended in perpetuity as long as you are vaccinating kids. Why is that, Tom? I don't know. I'm just telling you that is what federal law is. So now that you have the FDA commissioner, Robert Califf, just said, we don't need an emergency to continue the EUA, the emergency use authorization. They just keep vaccinating kids. Will you ever? All they got to do is vax one kid a year. I think they'll be able to come up with that. This needs to be stopped. This needs to be stopped by Congress right now. How do you stop it, Tom? You don't have the votes in the Senate. You don't, they have veto power in the House. Just defund it. We own the purse strings. The Marjorie Taylor Greens, the Lauren Boberts of the world, the Jim Jordans of the world. We own the purse strings. Comer, we own the purse strings. Defund it. Defund the FDA and their emergency use authorization. Emergency? How? How many of you have had body trucks coming through your neighborhoods to pick up all the COVID dead? How is there an emergency? It's got nothing to do with an emergency. It has to do with creating a problem, 
that doesn't exist and offering their solutions. The bourgeois leftist globalist elite create a problem. COVID-19, climate change. Neither of these neither of these problems are even a problem. And then offer their solutions which are far worse than their imaginary problems, which all are leveraging you into a one-world commerce system. From day 1, remember it was leftists that created COVID-19, which killed they don't even know the numbers. Do you know what their estimate is? 5 to 18 million. How do, how do you miss 5 to 18 million? That's like saying, am I married to one woman or 12? I think you ought to know how many women you're married to. So somewhere between 5 and 18 million people have died of COVID. So let's just use the bottom number. 5 million people died of COVID, which I don't believe. Because it's always with COVID or assumed COVID. Just somebody decides, just goes ahead and christens it covid so they say 5 million people died of COVID. Who created COVID? The left, the bourgeois globalist left, Ralph Barrick out of UNC, Peter Dasek and the Eco Health Alliance, Hunter Biden, Metabiota, sending money, Hunter, Hunter Biden, Ukraine Biolabs, send, Metabiota, sending money to Peter Dasek, who gave $100 million to the Chinese Academy of Sciences and the Wuhan Institute of Virology. So Hunter Biden, Metabiota, sending it to Peter Dasek. Anthony Fauci, sending it to Peter Dasek. Peter Dasek, EcoHealth Alliance, sending millions of dollars to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. CCP, millions of dollars to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Ralph Barrick and the Bat Lady in coordination about how to do gain-of-function research. Ralph Barrick, UNC professor. So the globalist left create the problem. They killed allegedly 5 million people. And then you want to tell you about kids. Far more kids died of mitigations, COVID mitigations, masking, lockdowns, isolation, suicide, drug overdoses. 107,000 people in America for the first time in history died of fentanyl overdoses. So then they, then they come up with their mitigations. Remember, their, their various solutions to the problem that they caused, which isn't really even a problem, but they got to come up with a solution for it which are far worse than their imaginary problem. So anyway, so then, so you got them, they killed 5 million with the virus that they created, the globalist left created, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, tens of millions of dollars to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, the very people who want to lower the Earth's population, who then come up with vaccinations that kill and sterilize people. That works really well, doesn't it? If you want to lower the Earth's population, kill a lot of people, and then cause a lot of people to not be able to reproduce. Works real well, doesn't it? So they create the COVID, which kills people. Then they give you their mitigations, their lockdowns, their masking. They find so many funguses and viruses and streptoviruses and various things attached to these masks. Because here's something very deep and theological and scientific for everybody to understand. You know when you exhale things? You know what you're supposed to do when you exhale? You're actually supposed to exhale. You're not supposed to continue to inhale that which you exhale for 12 hours a day. So the masks kill people. The lockdowns kill people. The virus they created killed people. They created the lockdowns, which killed people. They created the masking, which kills people. Then they create the vaccines, which will kill. I don't want to say it. I hope it's not hundreds of millions. Because 5 billion people allegedly have been vaccinated. That's what they do. Now, this video from DC Drano. And credit where credit is due. I have not been a, a real Nancy Mace fan because of what she did after 1-6. But you know what? When people come out and say the vaunted three words, I was wrong. They're, they may not care, 
but they're back in my good graces. Play it for me, Will. But I have effects from the vaccine. It wasn't the first shot, but it was the second shot that I now developed asthma that has never gone away since I had the second shot. Um, I have tremors in my left hand, and I have the occasional heart pain that no doctor can explain, and I've had a battery of tests. I find it extremely alarming Twitter's unfettered censorship spread into medical fields and affected millions of Americans by suppressing expert opinions from doctors and censoring those who disagree with the CDC. I have great regrets about getting the shot because of the health issues that I now have that I don't think are ever going to go away. And I know that I'm not the only American who has those kinds of concerns. Another example of what Twitter has done to censor folks is uh, from Dr. Martin Koldorf, a Harvard-educated epidemiologist who once tweeted, COVID vaccines are important for high-risk people and their caretakers. Those with prior natural infection. I'm not going to let that one go on because I wanted to show you the whole thing, but I'm running short of time. But anyway, here's Nancy Mace comes out. She has asthma, tremors she's never had before. One other ailment I can't remember. But she came out and said she regrets it. Dan Bongino has said it. These are, these are people now, Nancy Mace, listen, I want to tell her if anybody knows her, anybody can get in contact with her, it is not over. God wants her well. He took up our infirmities and he carried our diseases, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Christians who are real Christians, get hands on her, send her my way, call me, whatever it is, she will be made well. Same thing with Dan Bongino, if you know him, he's... he's He's shown great regret for taking the vaccine, and he's had different, different, uh, a, at least a ailment that's come up. God wants him well, and he claims Christianity. God wants him well. I want to lay hands on as many people. Just drop your pride, drop your agenda, drop having to admit that you were wrong, that you don't want to admit that you were wrong. Drop it and be made well. Don't be one of those people like in that Chinese video. You're just willing to come in and suck up anything for some nefarious purpose because you're, you, you don't want to admit you're wrong, so you're willing to die for that? Get hands on you. God wants you well. Pride goes before destruction. Drop the pride and get hands on you. Thomas Massey tweet, feds are tracking. You're wondering what this is all about. This is just proves it. Feds, i.e. the FBI, are tracking those who refuse to get a jab but not for health informative reasons, information reasons. They, are, they have created, now who is this talking? Congressman, MIT graduate, Congressman Thomas Massey. Massey, Massey. They have created uh, obstinance, obstinance codes. I, well, I bet you I'm high on that one. And obstinance, not abstinence, obstinance. In other words, you got an attitude problem. Well, that's about a whole lot of us, both those of us that are hosting this podcast and those of you that are watching this podcast. Proof. They don't flag for not having a vax if there were health reasons you didn't take it. So if there, people claim to health reason not to take it, no flag for you. But people like me just told them to turn it sideways and shove it up their own caboose. I probably got an obstinate, obstinance tag. Well, they can, you know what they can do with that obstinance tag too? I obstinately tell them, turn it sideways and shove it up your own caboose, FBI. Don't show up in my house with your brown shirts either. It will not go well. All right, what's the next one? Vigilant Fox tweet. Unvaxxed teachers, you don't believe me? Here's the FBI. Unvaccinated teachers in New York City were flagged with problem codes in their personal files. And when that occurred, their fingerprints are sent with that flag to the FBI and the New York Criminal Justice uh, Service. That's when you had Biden administration, Merrick Garland, send a letter to the NSA, not the National Security Administration, the National School Board Administration, 
Merrick Garland sent a, le- sent a letter to the NSA requesting that they request to the, to the DOJ that they are concerned about parents testifying at school board hearings about CRT and vaccinations and very, various other leftist, uh, leftist narrative agenda items. So now the FBI, through cooperation with a very leftist city, if, if you have a teacher who's unvaccinated, probably get an obstinance tag, is now sent to the FBI. But this was all, this was all about your health, right? COVID-caving clergy, COVID-caving pastor, COVID-caving Christian. I don't understand why people are so upset about people putting masks on. Uh, this is why. If you have a half a brain, if you have an IQ that's higher than room temperature, you should have seen this coming. Do you not read your Bible, COVID-KV Christian? Or is that why you are a CCC? This is why we stood up. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Galatians 5.1. You should have seen this coming. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. And then no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Revelation 13, 16, and 17. Here is wisdom. You should know this. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate, understand, know the mark of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is 666. You should know these things. This is what it was about from day one, to set up the infrastructure for vaccine passports, which sets up the infrastructure for CBDC, which sets up the infrastructure for social social credit systems. It's what it's been all about from day one. They're setting it up all around the globe. CBDC, currency, central bank, digital currency, all around the globe is being set up. And all that infrastructure was put in place by COVID-19 vaccination mandates and dictates. Because if they control your money, they control you. If they control all product, they control the consumer. Go to the next one for me, Will. I don't even know where I'm at. Okay, there we go. Report Justin Trudeau hijacks Canada's health care and threatens provincial premiers to cut off health care funding unless they agree to what? I thought it was all about your health. I thought it was all about health. I thought it was all about preventing you from getting a viral infection. What does that have to do with digital health ID? Which, by the way, will include um, your money, which will include your passport, your ability to buy, sell, trade, or travel. We'll all be at the control of Justin Trudeau. What, what did he use to grease that skid? COVID-19, of which he loves China, has, has Chinese soldiers training, this is absolute fact, from Rebel News, China, training in Canada, doing their winter training in Canada. He loves China, lo- loves the World Economic Forum, which loves the lower the Earth's population. But I thought this was all about your health. What he's actually doing in Canada is that they have obviously socialized medicine, so all of the money that goes to their to their provinces, which are like United States states, he's saying, you know what? If you governors refuse to implement our national digital health ID, can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without it. Can't do anything without it. They're off their ArriveCan app. If you do not, if you do not agree to implement this in your in your province, then you get no federal dollars whatsoever. That has been the plan from day one, to subjugate you, subject you, submit you, control you, get you on a social credit system, a digital ID, 
so that you, they, they can say, you know what? You voted the wrong way. No money for you. No food for you. No medicine for you. No entertainment for you. That is the point of it all. Stand firm then. Stand firm in Jesus' name. Love you all. If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lipley podcast, would you consider investing in the program? Go to TomLipley.com and donate any amount to the podcast and we will send you this exclusive TLP shirt. So what is the will of God? Romans 8, 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. That's a qualified verse, though. Christians use that to say that the will of God is unfolding in their life. If your business stinks, it's not the will of God. If your family stinks, that's not the will of God. He is not working for your good. He's not, he's not using your compromise and your rejection of the Word of God for your good. Because Romans 8, 28 is qualified with 27, and nobody reads 27. Why is that? Because it puts, it puts the responsibility on the believer. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose. He is working for your good. In that, he's listening to how you pray. Romans 8, 26. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. That's the good that he's doing. He's honed in solely on the voice of the Spirit. Are you praying the Holy Ghost? That's the good he's listening to. Not your compromise, not your sin, not your worry, not your fear. Not your bad attitude and working for your good. The only good he's working is what the Holy Spirit is telling you. It's only good.